0: I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes like about
1: 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need.
0: A 12 to one student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.
2: Dennis, do you know what gift both NC State and Wake Forest were given this week?
1: Gift they were given this week?
2: They were given a gift. In this program, we like to get into the Christmas spirit mm, early. Yes. And there was a gift given this week by the College Football Playoff Committee, which is just so happens to be led by NC State Athletic Director Boo Corgan. Ah. That gift... Now well, there was some earning there, right? Just like Christmas gifts, Santa knows when you've been naughty or nice. The college football playoff selection committee knows when you've been good or bad. Wake Forest. Yes, last week was bad. But the Deeks are number 21 in the college football playoff rankings. NC State, you know, lost that game to Clemson, lost the game to Syracuse, but 6 and 2 after their comeback win against Virginia Tech last Thursday, they're number 22. In the CFP. But Joe. How is that a gift? For this reason. Clemson is number four. In the college football playoff rankings. As such. If the Tigers who are 8-0. and If they are able to win out. Their final four regular season games. Three of those are at home by the way. They go to Notre Dame this week. And then they finish the season with three. Straight home games. At Death Valley. They've won, I believe, 37 games in a row at home. That's setting up very nicely for the Clemson Tigers to make the college football playoff. They still have work to do. They still need to get there. If Clemson does that, and then they beat North Carolina in the ACC championship game in Charlotte on the first Saturday in December, they'll be in the college football playoff. If you followed the ACC bowl process for as many years as I have, you know what that means. That means the next highest rated team in the in the CFP rankings automatically goes to the Orange Bowl. Yeah.
1: Much like UNC a couple years ago, right?
2: Just like UNC a few years ago in the pandemic. What an incentive. What a gift. Here you are, your Wake Forest. You just lose this awful game at Louisville and you're thinking to yourself, what do we have left to play for this season? It's not the division title, which you won last year. It's not, and so you can't win anything in the conference. can't win the division, you can't win the conference. Can't win the national title, obviously, either. If you're NC State, you're 6-2. and two, You went into this year thinking, man, we've never done this before. We've never, never played in a major bowl game before on New Year's Day or what, what is considered now the New Year's Six games. Now, all of a sudden, At 22, with the games that NC State has left on its schedule. Let's think about the games that they have left. Because as much confidence as I have in Clemson being able to run the table, well, NC State's going to have to put their work boots on. But that's not the point, Dennis. The point is they have the opportunity. They have the motivation. They now have an incentive. NC State closes the year with Wake Saturday night. They get BC here the following week, then they have to close the season with two road games, neither of which will be easy. No. We just saw what Louisville was all about last week when they pounded Wake Forest. And then NC State will close the season against North Carolina on Black Friday the day after Thanksgiving in Chapel Hill. But the opportunity is what is there for NC State. Same with Wake Forest. It's pretty interesting, actually, the Deeks who they have over their final four games. I just gave you NC State's slate. It's by by ACC standards, that's pretty tough. Yeah. Considering Clemson's not on there. Wake's final four games. You tell me who has it tougher, Dennis. Okay. Go to state. All right. Then they play Carolina, mm. Syracuse, and close with Duke. Their next three games are against teams that are ranked in the CFP poll. It's not easy.
1: And Duke has proven this year to not be a pushover. Either. And
2: let me tell you. Duke was feisty mm-hmm. against Carolina, probably should have beaten Carolina. Yeah. Duke is motivated not only to make a bowl game after going 1-17 in the last two years in, in league play, but they want to ruin somebody's season two. When you can't have something, you the next best thing that you can do is prevent the other guy from having something nice. And I kind of sort of thought that would be the only thing NC State would have to play for in these final four games after the stumble against Syracuse. Not the case. So a nice gift. Yes, you you can earn gifts. And I think both Wake Forest and NC State should go into Saturday night's matchup with the mindset of, all right, we have to put behind us the disappointment of having two losses. We have to put behind us the disappointment of not being able to be in Charlotte and win the Atlantic Division and potentially win the conference championship. But that's a nice... Plum, a nice piece of fruit, if you will, for, the, for both teams to have after the disappointment of their recent losses. How do these two teams match up, though, on Saturday night? NC State, listen, offensively, it's been a challenge. There's just no two ways around it. You go back to the opener at ECU. They didn't score in the second half of that game. No. Okay? That was with Devin Leary. Texas Tech, better, right? Yukon and Charleston Southern, maybe that maybe those end up being their Super Bowl. As I like to say, everybody plays a Super Bowl. Clemson, late garbage touchdown. Syracuse, no offense.
1: Zero offense. Virginia
2: Tech. Virginia Tech, here's where the hope comes from. And you got to traffic in hope. If you don't have the motivation of a championship, you have to traffic in hope. NC State has been masters at trafficking. In hope. Next year, Dennis. No, basketball. No, baseball. No, women's basketball. No, swimming. Next year. Next year. Next year. Next our year. year. Definitely our year. Just wait. Wait till next year. If you're NC State, you don't have to wait till next year now. You never played in the Orange Bowl. I, I mean, what else do you need in front of you now? Not to mention... Wake Forest, a team who has been the fly in your ointment. 2017, Dave Doran's team wins nine games. They lose down in Winston-Salem in a game where Emeka Amezi reaches for the goal line. Asang Bassi makes it just an unbelievable hustle play to knock the ball out of his hands. Wake wins by six points. 2018, a completely decimated Wake Forest lineup. With a young Sam Hartman injured, a three-touchdown dog, NC State number 14 in the college football playoff rankings, feeling good, doing the bull dance, feeling the flow. They wear all black. They lose to Wake Forest in the Jamie Newman game. Last year, Atlantic Division on the line. ACC title that has eluded you since 1979 on the line. Lose by three points to the Deeks. Actually, the last two years have been the same score. 45-42. NC State won in the pandemic here Mm -hmm. in Raleigh, 45-42. Last year in Winston-Salem, the Deeks win, 45-42.
1: So you're telling me overtime on Saturday.
2: I'm telling you right now, there is one thing I can promise you. It will not be 45-42 on Saturday. NC State's best chance of winning this game is to keep it in the 20s. Louisville just showed you now you can't count on eight turnovers. My goodness gracious. We talked to uh, Wake Forest coach Dave Clawson yesterday. He mentioned we had more turnovers in the third quarter than we did in the first seven games. That's ridiculous. It's an outlier. You can't count on that ever happening again. But you can look at what Louisville did and how they pressured Sam Hartman and potentially for your defense, which is very good, by the way, can come up with stops and give yourselves a chance. If I told you Dave Doran and Dave Clausen in eight years in the ACC together have a four and four record against each other, would you believe me? Yeah, actually, I would. You would? I would. There aren't many state people who would. Sometimes you got to believe in the unbelievable. And now NC State and Wake Forest, they both have a chance that they just didn't have on Monday night. I feel like I'm very lucky to talk to some people Because I, I feel like their ears should be ringing Because it was just earlier this week I was talking about how North Carolina has used receiver Josh Downs And I thought to myself, I've seen this before I've definitely seen this before This is how uh, NC State and Michael Kane used to use Tori Holt, we welcome now on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, our friends from the Holt Brothers Foundation, Terrence Holt and Tori Holt. Big game. How are Yo. you? What's up, man? How are you, brother? I'm I'm doing great. Before we get What's to up, your Giglio? where's Terrence? Where is he? I'm I'm here. <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm 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 here. I'm on hold. There
2: he is. There he there, is. All right. All right. So what listen, up, bro? listen. What's up? What's up, bro? All right, hey. now listen. We um, we're gonna get to the Holt Brothers Funk Razor. That's next Saturday. At the Angus Barn. It's going to be a great event for you guys. I know this. Okay. But Mm. Tory, I'm watching the heels Saturday night against Pitt, and I see Josh Downs, nephew of your good friend, Dre Bly. And I'm going, they got him in the backfield. They got him in the slot. They got him in a bunch formation. They got him in motion. I go, I've seen this before. I've (laughs) seen this before. And it was with Tory Holt in his outstanding career at NC State. Tell me you recognize some of this stuff, and you better not be helping Dre, by the way.
0: <laughs> no, that, look, I I do recognize it, man, and it's um, you know, he, he's a he's a phenomenal talent. You got to find different ways to get him to football, and when you do, it's like when you get it in his hands, you know something good is going to happen. Um, he's shown the ability to have speed, breakaway speed. He has good routes. Uh, Showing to have good hands, he attacks the football. Though he's uh, he's not the biggest of guys, right. he goes up and gets it. Attacks the football, good run after the catch, strong run after the catch. Remind me a lot of when I watched it. I was just thinking about this when I was o- over in London proud of me getting back last night. He reminds me, and I don't do a lot of comparisons, but when I look at guys right now, I look at Steph Diggs and the way that he plays and the energy in which he plays that Josh Daniels. I mean Josh Downs. Uh, uh, shows that kind of capability and that type of uh energy when he plays so if i'm carolina uh i i, I feel coach longo find ways to get him to football and when you have players like that uh, it's the coach's responsibility to find ways to get him the ball
2: yeah they keep feeding them and feeding them and feed them the whole problem he's got a
0: guy that, and he's got a guy that can get it to him on any yeah. level of the football field too which is you know underneath middle part of the football field deep um the outbreaking out routes by the sideline throws guys open um so he can I, I could conti- I, I I w we'll continue watching Carolina explode offensively as the
2: season goes. The Holt Brothers Foundation, they have their fundraiser. It's called the Funk Razor. It's Sunday, November 13th. It's at the pavilion at the Angus Barn. They'll have music, a DJ. There's a silent auction in there too. I know you guys always have great items in that silent auction. To get more information about that, go to giveclassy.org uh slash hold. That's giveclassy.org slash holt. And I, I understand uh Terrence gave away a little bit of a, a secret to me earlier today, Tori. One of the items in the silent auction is an x-ray of, of your left hand?
0: <laughs> it is. It is. Um, you know, we, 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 we've we uh, created art out of that thing. And people have um, asked us about the painting or, you know, or about the x-ray and shown interest in having it. So we said, you know what? Let's get creative with some of the items that we have. And um, and we're going to have this as one of our silent auction items. So excited to see how... Uh, people respond to it, but it's a collective item. Not a lot of folks have this, this type of hand on, that will be displayed on their wall. I don't know if people want this yeah. on their wall, but obviously there are some folks that do. Um, but this is, uh, look, the, the work that I put into the game is now also, I'm also being able to profit from it to help uh, families with a parent or guardian that's battling cancer. Terrence and I have been serving the service in the community for 22 years now, man, with our foundation. Um, there's over 3 million children in the US that have, have a parent or guardian. Uh, with cancer so terrence and i terrence can elaborate more on this we're excited about being able to have the opportunity to to continue to serve and we need your help so if you can show up um and 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 have a good time with us bring your dope sneakers out on sunday or if you feel generous and i know it's a tough time uh with our economy and everything that's going on if you feel generous to give to a foundation our, our foundation is the one of choice um we've been honest with our with our funds we've been honest with our kids and uh, we've been able to create great memories and opportunities for these families, and we want to continue doing that. So we need your help. I
2: was going to say, Terrence, I like to say that you are the, be- well, the best defensive player on the best team in NC State history. I like to say that Torrey is the best player in NC State history. But you guys have done even better work in with your with your Holt Brothers Foundation, not only in the cancer community, but in the Raleigh community. And Terrence, this is another chance for for you guys you know, to, to really get involved, and I know that's near and dear to your heart
3: sure i mean we, we've been very very fortunate to have the community support for 22 years like tori said um this is work that is our our life's mission um it it, it it there's not a day goes by that i don't think about my mom i don't miss my mom and uh i don't think about cancer you know in some form of fashion because that's what took my mom's life and took a lot of joy for my from my brother and my sister and my dad and Uh, all of our family. And so uh, we are very, very fortunate to be able to continue to have what we think to be a positive impact on kids and families that have been affected by cancer. We're very fortunate to have partners like UNC-REx Healthcare, to have partners like uh, Duke uh, Cancer Institute, um, and to have partners like Cone Health here locally in the state of North Carolina, that we're able to host our Kids Can programs Um, At and uh, partner with to have kids can programs, which is a peer empathy and support group for uh, kids ages 6 through 16, as well as the parents and guardians of those uh, kids and uh, uh, kids that are uh, are going through this tough time. So uh, that's what this fundraiser is all about. Yes, you're going to have fun, you're going to be able to drink some great beverages and uh, hear uh, a local group and band by the name of, uh, uh, excuse me, local. Uh, a band of brothers uh, called Neato, and then you're gonna hear uh, DJ Fella. It's gonna spin on the ones and twos, and uh, we're gonna have a good time, but it's to raise funds for what we know to be a much needed cause to support kids and families affected by cancer.
2: Yeah, again, that's giveclassy.org Holt, as in their last name, the Holt Brothers, joining us here on the Houston Automotive Group Hotline, Tori and Terrence. All right, I wanna get your, your thoughts, Terrence, first. Because it's been twenty years since your team yes. won eleven games. Anniversary. Yep. I, I thought maybe they would have been knocked off the mantle as the team with the most wins in school history. Uh, but what is your your take on what you've seen out of the Wolfpack so far this year at six and two?
3: Sure, I, I think at six and two we we got to be happy. Um, I, I think to have uh, Devin Leary go down and to uh, be able to come back with uh, not only your backup quarterback, but your backup to your backup quarterback. Uh, And MJ Morris uh, come and lead this team to a 22-21 nail-biter versus Virginia Tech. Um, I I think everybody knew going up to uh, Clemson was going to be tough. Um, I think, again, it was a top-10 matchup, and uh, we didn't fare well. We didn't play as good as we could play there, but I think we got to be... You know, it it, it they, everybody had that game as a game as we could potentially lose and not play, especially if we don't play our best. And then Syracuse got hot. They've been hot. They didn't play their best ball these last. I think last week, but they uh, played well against us, and we didn't execute like we needed to execute. But six and two, again, you know, it 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 may be an outside, very very outside chance at an ACC championship or playing in the uh, ACC championship game. But yet and still, I think we still have some things out ahead of us. We got to be happy at six and two and try to build upon it. We're facing a very tough team in Wake Forest. You know, we're top twenty-two, I think, in the college playoff. Um, they're twenty-one. Carolina's sitting at seventeen. They're on our schedule to be played here in the coming weeks. So, I think we got to be happy with where we are and try to build upon it.
2: All right, guys. Tori, I'll let you have the last word because your former player Thayer Thomas, ten catches—a very Tory Holt-like effort. Ten catches, one hundred and eighteen games against Virginia Tech, two scores. Uh, you, you, did you text him and tell him just keep it up, man? You got four more to go. Yeah, man. I
0: just, I just told him. I think I said, "Good game. Keep going, Thayer." I think is what I said. Very simple. Thayer's been around me enough; he knows exactly what the expectations are to play the position. I don't have to keep banging it in his head. They just got to continue giving him the football. You know, 10 catches, 12 catches, 13 catches, 15 (laughs) catches, 20 catches. I mean, just feed him. And he's proven to have the endurance. I watched him in high school, man, all the way up to now. He's just gotten better and stronger. He's proven to have the endurance to uh, carry the load. So feed him the rock. He is from good pedigree, trust.
2: The Holt Brothers, the Holt Brothers Foundation, check out the – get some information, help them out for their Funk Razor. It's Sunday, November 13th. It's over at the Pavilion at the Angus Barn. Again, that's giveclassy.org slash Holt. Tori and Terrence, always great to talk to you guys. Best of luck with your Funk I know it will go well.
3: Thank you very much. And, and keep playing that Don't Sweat the Technique. That was dope.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Don't.
2: Dennis Cox. Thanks, seeing, Joe. You got it, guys. Dennis Cox She's. taking care of you here. See, Dennis, if there's ever any confusion as to why I enjoy the Holt Brothers as much as I do, when Tori Holt, the best player in school history, says, yeah, you know, it's probably a good idea to get there, Thomas, the ball a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know who's been saying that this whole time. But again, uh, I don't know anything about football, I've been told. But maybe they were wrong. away but now it's time on the program where you have questions and i have answers it's hey joe,
1: joe cracked it on, uh. all right jillio first question here comes from jones hey joe are you obligated the keyword here obligated are you obligated to go to the wedding of your kidney donor
2: all right, so Josh Pate on Twitter has kind of taken on a the role of hey, is is this is this a fall wedding that I ha- is it, follows college football? Is this a fall wedding that I have to go to? Because most people who are football fans aren't going to miss their team's game in the fall, right? Yeah,
1: it, okay, I got the, thoughts there, on there's, that. Yes. I
2: know, but yep. there's a whole subset of people out there who are so addicted to college football that. There, there's this idea that you can't go to a, a wedding in the fall if your team is playing that Saturday. So here is the question submitted to Josh. Josh paid on uh, Twitter. Josh, I have a wedding on Saturday. The girl gave me her kidney anonymously. How do I deal with this? And then Josh responds, to be clear, you were the recipient of a kidney from an anonymous organ donor who was then identified and has requested your presence at her wedding. Cox, what says you? This is—is is this even a question? Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. You should be there. But it's an—it's an anonymous person who donated that organ. Doesn't not matter, not knowing who they were helping. They were just trying to be a good person. Yeah, more reason to go because they didn't know you, and they still gave you
1: their kidney.
2: If your relative was playing in the football game, let's just say, let's just say the person's old enough to have a, a son playing in the game. Mm-hmm. Would that be a reason not to miss the game? I would tell my son, hey, look,
1: there's a – normally, yes, I would be there, but this is a case where this is an exception. All right. An exception should be made because guess what? I would not be here if it weren't for that person. Exactly. You would not be there if it weren't for that person. (laughs) So, yeah, you should go
2: because otherwise you wouldn't be alive to attend it. All right. Well, we already know how obvious would answer this question. Okay. I just say do what makes you happy. Uh, All right, if the football game makes you happy, go to the football game, but you make a compelling argument, Cox. Uh, I will side with you on this one. Next. Uh-huh. All
1: right, this one comes from Obvious. Hey, Joe, did you see there's another cheating
2: controversy
1: in another fringe sport?
2: All right, so we've been obsessed on this program with a cheating controversy in chess. Yes. Which involves the potential use of a vibrating device up somebody's rectum and moves have been signaled. Now that's chess. This is a different type of cornhole controversy. This is the actual sport of cornhole. There was a team. You ready for this, Cox? Okay. They're calling it bag gate. Of course, because we had to put gate on the end of everything. <laughs> we too. We do. So <laughs> this from the New York Post. Professional cornhole has been rocked by controversy after the top ranked team was accused of using illegal beanbags at the 2022 American Cornhole League World Championships. Okay. Dubbed Baggate, the now infamous incident began when Devin Harbaugh complained that rival opponents Mark Richards and Philippe Lopez were using what appeared to be smaller than regulation bags during the finals from Rock Hills, South Carolina. Ah, that explains it. Harbaugh said, I thought the bags were too thin. Officials gathered to inspect the bags and confirmed they were, in fact, not regulation size. There you go. They're too small, said uh, ESPN cornhole commentator Mark Pryor. It's going to create some drama.
1: Wait, hold on. <laughs> There's an ESPN cornhole? Of course there is. There of course is. there is.
2: So, uh, nothing happened, though. That the, the the Under... Cornhole regulations, the bag must be six by six inches when laid flat and weigh sixteen ounces. Minor variations are tolerated. Okay. And they had a delay of an hour, but officials determined that the violations were not intentional. And they decided to continue the competition. Grand prize was fifteen grand. Okay. We know, know Ovius tolerates cheating. Would you tell to- if you were in this cornhole competition for fifteen G's? And you found out the other team was using a smaller bag, which of course would make it easier to get into the hole. Mm-hmm. You'd be okay with this? You'd sign off on this? No, I would. You would give me oh Barry Bonds, everybody cheated. It's fine.
1: That's that's different. Different. Okay, that's different. That, right. that is different because there's there's something truly tangible to this. You know, it's like using a corked bat or a, a legal sized bat. That is different. Because again, there's something tangible to this. All right. This is like a deflated football, for example.
2: This feels like one of those: if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I mean, now we have cheating in Cornwall. Really? Yeah. Like, you know what? Can't can't we just have one pure sport left in this country?
1: Yeah, lacrosse. Uh, guys use illegal sticks.
2: Can't even have that. Nope. All right. Next one.
1: Yeah. All right, this next one comes from Ron, Ron Mexico. Hey, Joe, why is Mike Tomlin dying on that hill for Matt Canada?
2: We're going to get into this with Brooke Pryor uh, from ESPN. And Mike Tomlin, who I think is a, I mean, he's won the Super Bowl. He's never had a losing season. He, he's he been through a lot as the Steelers coach. He, and he handles players probably better than anybody in the league. But... He has really gone to bat for Matt Canada, their offense coordinator. If you don't know, Matt Canada was an offense coordinator here at NC State for two years under Dave Doran, then was fired. Ended up landing at um, LSU, was fired. Had one good year with the Pitt Panthers, and somehow ended up with the Pitt Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, it's crazy. I keep making the joke that Matt Canada keeps falling upwards. He is now going to be the coach who succeeds Bill Belichick when he finally retires. That's the only thing left for Matt Canada to do. Because the Steelers' offense is a mess. They're awful. By every right, they should fire Matt Canada. They never should have brought him back this season. But that is not how Mike Tomlin sees this.
3: Mike, just to follow up on Brooke's question, you mentioned significant changes. Is changing coordinator or coaching staff, is that at all a possibility here for you? No.
1: Anyone else? (laughs) No. (laughs) I, I will say, I mean... What else would you rather him say? Because if if the moment he gives any sort of hint that he that Canada is not the guy, questions oh. continue to rise even further.
2: I forgot you are Switzerland when it comes to college football, but yeah. we are striking a bit of a nerve here with your Pittsburgh. No, Steers. I
1: I want Canada out. Okay, I really do. But Tomlin is like you're on my team. You're my guy. So yeah, it's fine. Tomlin's a very loyal dude. He I is, and that. to a
2: fault, because Ben for Roethlisberger sure. shouldn't have been their quarterback the last two years that he started, and they insisted on trotting him back out there for whatever well, that reason. That
1: was a uh, also his contract.
2: Sure, was, sure. But at yeah. some point, you owe it to the other people on the yeah. team to say, "Hey, I'm going to make our best." Because on defense, you can't. You you absolutely can say the Steelers are good enough on defense when healthy. Yeah, to win the Super Bowl, they are. Okay. But on offense, the last few years—not first—you go back to Roethlisberger. Then you had last year the, the the poo-poo platter of Roethlisberger and Canada. Yeah, I know. And now this Gosh. year you still have Canada. It won't be until next year. And they they traded uh, Chase Claypool this yeah. week, which I get it. The Steelers, okay with it. the Steelers believe that receivers grow on trees. And in defense of the Steelers, they have done an excellent job of in drafting receivers. So I can I can see it. But man, you think there's anything to this? Uh, it's not a conspiracy theory. It might be coincidental. Mike Tomlin's son or one of his sons played football for Matt Canada at uh, Maryland. Mm-hmm. You think there's anything to, like, hey, you took care of my kid. I'm going to take care of you? Uh, this
1: sounds very Dan Snyder. My son went to college or high school with. Dwayne Haskins. That's why we draft okay. him type thing. But I don't I'm, think that's the case.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with your reason that yeah. Mike Tomlin is a man who lives by a code and he's not gonna fire somebody in the middle of a season, no <laughs> a matter how bad. Have a code. Yeah, man's gotta have a code, uh, no matter how bad this Steelers offense gets. So I think you're right. I think we could probably dismiss the the Maryland, Canada conspiracy theory as much as I love a conspiracy theory.